That's what I'm talking about. Sports! Diving play at second, throw to first, not in time! And the Bronx will walk it off! Niners will win! And they will go to the title game! Murray to put it up. And got it! We got it! Boy, Murray gives Ryder the lead here! 71 to 70! It's now time to take you outside the lines and inside the locker rooms of your Ryder Bronx to keep you up to date with everything from the recent scores, exclusive interviews with your favorite players and coaches, and the latest buzz around campus surrounding Ryder Athletics. Welcome to the Bronx Box Score. Exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx. Now here's your host for the hour, Danielle Tyson. 1077 The Bronx and 1077TheBronc.com nominated for our third consecutive NAB Marconi Award for College Radio Station of the Year. Keep listening to find out if we win radio broadcasting most prestigious awards Wednesday, October 19th in New York City. Now, here I am, Danielle Tyson with the Bronx Box Score. Today, I have Mackenzie Rodriguez. Mackenzie is a senior and captain of the soccer team. She has 19 career goals and 7 assists. This year, she actually got her first hat trick against Delaware, and she's not just an amazing athlete on the field. She's involved in many other ways, too. She wears many hats as president of SAC and the CLAS senator in SGA for two years now. First things first, say hi to the listeners, Mackenzie. You're basically famous now. (laughs) Hey, guys. How you doing? So can you tell everyone a little bit about yourself, your major, your minors, anything else you want the people to know? Sure, yeah. Um, I'm a political science major, and I have two minors, uh, French and legal studies, so I'm kind of all over the place. I don't really know <laughs> what I'm doing with my life, but I'm here and I'm living, so that's good. <laughs> well, it's clear you're a busy girl, so let's start off with that. How do you manage everything between soccer and all the other activities and one major and two minors? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's tough, but... I think just getting a good class schedule first of all helps. Um, I only have two in-person classes, which is awesome. So I basically just do my homework on the days I don't have class. Um, And also with SAC, I have you as my VP, and you help me out a lot. So just, you know, finding time for myself and also asking for help from people around me, that helps. Good, good. And so you're from Seattle, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yeah. Um, How far are you actually from home? Well, home moved after high school. I moved to Massachusetts um, because I was with my mom's side of the family growing up until I turned 18, and now I'm with the dad's side of the family. Okay. So it's not that far. It's like a five-hour drive. I just drive to Ryder. Okay. Best of both worlds, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you... I know you're a senior, but, like, do you ever get homesick? Did you get homesick freshman year? Was it weird making that move while coming into college? Yeah, it was really weird because all my friends are still basically on the west coast i mean i moved to a house but the neighbors around me are not my age so i mean i did become friends with my neighbor's dog and so (laughs) when i came to college i honestly missed that dog so much but also you know just facetiming friends is how i've stayed connected to them so i didn't get too homesick i would say oh that's good you need a little pet therapy don't you (laughs) yeah (laughs) well i guess moving into soccer it's clear you've accomplished a lot over your years here at Ryder. can you tell me a little bit about your experiences and accomplishments since you've been here 
Yeah. Um, freshman year, I came, and honestly, I wasn't sure what to expect. I didn't know if I was even going to get the time of day to play. Um, and then I was really surprised to start my first game. Like, it came out of the blue. I wasn't really expecting it. I played a little bit in, like, our scrimmages. Uh-huh. Um, and so I just decided to go all out and take the opportunity that was given to me. As you should. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> freshman year, I had so many shots. Not a lot of them went on goal, but I was just very zealous in my efforts, and I think that's what uh, just kept me going, you know, just yeah. working hard and being excited to be on the field. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> Not every freshman gets that opportunity. So that's really nice that you got in that and you got to build off of it as well. Yeah. Um, so since you told us a little bit about soccer in your time here, can we talk about like your little bit of your process of being recruited in a rider, getting in here? Was this your first choice? Did you have other options in mind? Mm-hmm. My recruiting is kind of funny. Um, so we had uh, an assistant coach, Tara Belay, and she recruited me and I was her only recruit ever. Um, and she scouted me when we were in, I had a tournament in like Portland, Oregon, I think. Uh-huh. Um, and it was horrible. It was winter. It was no, but I did really well. I scored like three goals, I think, in one game. And, you know, I just I scored a lot of goals. So that's why they were yeah. me. Um, and then I just um, he emailed me, Drayson, the head coach. I did a visit with my mom and I did. I was talking to other places, but honestly, not a lot of D1 schools really wanted me. Uh-huh. So I always knew I wanted to go D1. And after seeing that Ryder had like good atmosphere i liked the the honors program here i was just excited and i thought it was a good fit for everything i liked yeah oh that's great um can you talk a little bit about the honors program i don't know if everybody knows but mackenzie is a smarty (laughs) pants oh my gosh well it's i mean all i do is i just take classes with the honors prefix like it's not that big of a deal (laughs) (laughs) and i think I really like it, though, because it's a lot of um, small classes, like 12 people, and you get to know the same people through a lot of your classes. And probably the same professors, too. And a lot of the same professors. So, yeah, that's what I like about it, just small classes. I had a small high school as well, so that's what I I also liked about Ryder. Oh, that's great. So (laughs) since we're talking a little bit about high school, can you talk about, like, that transition, not even just from, like, school and, like, playing, like, club soccer, but, like, the whole aspect of like moving from it like I feel like it's like being a kid and then moving into like being your own person like I know it's crazy it didn't hit me I honestly had no idea what to do like even how to pack how much to pack I know right I showed up and I had like way too much clothes and then I just didn't know how the breaks went I didn't know for Thanksgiving break I almost took home all of my clothes oh my God. <laughs> I didn't know I could leave them in my dorm I was yeah I was just clueless but now I feel like actually kind of an adult because um, I live off campus. So I have like Same. my own house. So I'm playing adult, but yeah. I still feel like a kid, I think a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the packing thing, freshman year, I did the same thing. Like coming into preseason, I brought so much clothes and then like we weren't even allowed to wear anything, but like rider field hockey. So I was like, why yeah. did it? Still, going I on? only wear rider stuff. Like, I know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Can you talk a little bit probably about your biggest struggles or challenges or just being a student athlete? I know mine have like always been time management. Mm -hmm. Even as a senior, I still struggle with time management. And I wouldn't say with like homework and stuff. I mean, like simply like I have so many things on my plate. It's like, oh, my gosh, these things are overlapping. Like, what am I going to do? How am I going to figure this out? So, (laughs) yeah, I think I mean, the biggest problems I guess I would have for school is just having a lot on my plate. And as as a political science major, it's just a lot of reading. So you just have to sit down and do it. 
Um, I found that like just I can't be in my room. I'll fall asleep. I'll just go in my bed and fall asleep. So I go to like cafes, like I'll go to Starbucks or I'll go to Panera and I just power out like two hours of reading. <laughs> so that's that's kind of what's, what's helped me. Nice. And then I feel like struggles on the field. I think last year was the toughest year and also like I personally didn't do as well as I hoped I would have uh-huh. done, um, especially coming off COVID year. We did so well, and individually, that was, like, my best year. So after that, like, coming off an injury, I, I hurt my ankle, and that set me back. Mm. I think, I think like, mentally and what physically, happened? I did, like, a, I sprained my ankle against a Monmouth, oh. and... And then I, like, continued playing on it, which didn't It just help. got worse and worse. Yeah, that never yeah. <laughs> uh, But now I feel this year like I'm actually back to 100% again. Good. So. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. But there's definitely been struggles on and off the field. Yeah, of course. For everyone. Yeah. Um, So I know you were playing a lot over the summer. What was that? Was that, like, a club team, a league you were in? Like, Yeah, that, uh, that was really fun. Um, it's called Real Central New Jersey. And it's a real, I, I don't know. <laughs> and it's uh, like a semi-professional team in the oh, cool. WPSL, the Women's Premier Soccer League, if I'm not incorrect. So yeah, it was, it was really fun to do that. And I played with girls from like all different colleges, um, D1, D2, D3. But honestly, they were really good girls. And I had a really fun time with that team. Oh, that's nice. You probably got like a lot of different experience. It's always fun to like play with like different people who you're used to playing with. They teach you different things, like a different style of play. Exactly. Yeah. And I know it's early in the season, but you guys beat Villanova, which is, like, a huge upset and a big deal. Like, everyone knows they're, like, fully funded, a great school. So, like, how are you feeling so far? That was a great moment. Honestly, still riding high from that a little bit. Because <laughs> um, it's the first time we've ever beat them, I think. I ever? That, like, in like history? Our, yeah, our program, I think, ever has beat them. So, <laughs> And it was a tough game. Like, they were coming at us, and... Our keeper Ellie, like uh-huh. shout out to her because that girl makes amazing saves and yes, she just she locks it down. So without that shutout, like, I, and I got a goal and it was like a you a, scored, yeah, I did. Oh score. wow! Yeah. And that was like a crazy goal. It's like one of those you have to really, I don't know. It was a really pretty one. I was really uh-huh. proud of that, one, but, <laughs> but it was very hard to win that game. So yeah, that's a, a big highlight so far. But that just shows how much you guys have going for you see, this season. Like that's really exciting. So what are you looking forward to this season? Well, like this year overall, really. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm excited to see, like, the potential we have. Obviously, in those first few games, we saw it. Like, we got away game wins against Wagner, against Villanova, um, and Delaware State. So I think just channeling that energy into conference now and getting our first conference win, hopefully this Saturday against St. Peter's, that's what I'm excited for. Oh, my gosh. And then I definitely do want to win the MAC. I mean, that's always been my goal. Who wouldn't want to? And it's (laughs) your senior year. you got to go out with a bang, right? Exactly. (laughs) Um. Sorry. <laughs> well, you had your first hat trick this season, right? Uh-huh, and that, that was, was against Delaware. One. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about that? How are you feeling? Like, Yeah, that was really, really exciting for me. Um, you know, as a forward, you're always trying to get a hat trick. Always, after, always. when you're on two goals, you're like, just one more, and I'm there. And it's just, um, it's just a special thing to happen. And I remember, I think it was my freshman year, there was a forward named Sophia, and mm-hmm. she got a hat trick against the same team. So it was just really special to, you know, come do full it again, and do it. Yeah, that's nice. So this is probably one of my favorite questions. 
Okay. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm excited. What's your favorite pregame meal? I'm talking about like night before, right before the game, a snack right uh, before. Okay. Well, the night before, I always eat pasta, and it's usually penne la vodka. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just, I make it myself, too. It's pretty good. Do you make your own vodka sauce? Yeah, yeah. I use, like, you know the Jija Hadid, like, recipe uh-huh. she posted during COVID years? Yeah, that's what I use, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm stuck with it. And then the game, game day, I don't, like, eat dairy, like... No milk, no cheese. Like, it just does not sit well. So, <laughs> I, I will not. I'll just have like a breakfast sandwich, no cheese, and yeah, whatever. Can't else. have an upset tummy. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you live and you learn. Do you ever like snack before? Like, I'm not a big snacker. I eat like three or four hours before and then I don't eat. But we have these like game day chews that are like, they have a little bit of caffeine. What, like, like Gatorade chews? Yeah, it's like that. I think it is Gatorade chews. Um, and they have energy in them. So I eat those like at halftime if oh, I'm okay. feeling hungry. But that's about it. All right, cool. Well, do you have any superstitions? Not just for soccer, but like for anything in life, like taking a test before you do anything. Like I I do have superstitions, and they're but they're always changing based on how well <laughs> I do in the game. So... I did. I, I've kept this one recently this year. I made a new superstition on the drive to campus. We passed this like cemetery on the left side. Uh-huh. And so me and my housemates, we hold our breath as we go by. <laughs> I don't know why. We just we do it now. Is and that like every day or just like no, before just games? game days? Oh, OK. OK. Yeah. So that's, just, that's the biggest superstition we got. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, well, since we're on the subject of, like, su- do you have superstitions for anything else, like school, like, before taking a test, or is it, like, strictly soccer, sports? Um, I mean, other than, I just prepare myself. I feel like that's not a superstition. Like, I have to have, like, I maybe I have, like, this pink mechanical pencil. I, that's my favorite for tests. Uh-huh. I guess that's a superstition, <laughs> but, yeah, not really a lot more. Did you play any other sports in, like, high school or growing up? Growing up, yeah, I started off, and I did like every single sport basically except I didn't do basketball I was short so my mom just didn't even think I would do well in that I guess but (laughs) I did like dance gymnastics uh, I don't know what else but then it came to the point where my parents were like if you're gonna do club soccer or club sports it costs money so Uh you gotta choose one and you gotta stick with them all Uh (laughs) and I was like okay soccer it was just an easy choice in my mind and how long have you been playing soccer I think since I was like six years old yeah I was kind of late to the game with club soccer too I started club soccer when I was like 11 or 12, and oh, people okay. had already been doing it. With yeah, me. people like start with yeah, like, like what? little tiny like pipsqueak kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. So, would you say like soccer is your like favorite sport overall to yeah. like watch to play? Mm, to watch, that's tough. And I have to say yes, but also I really like watching ice hockey in person. Just oh, that's cool. The way they body each other is just so exciting. It and is exciting. Sometimes soccer can be boring, but. I do like soccer, yeah. I'd say it's my number one. Nice. (laughs) And then I know, like, I don't know, not that I don't know too much about soccer, Mm -hmm. but I know that, like, your timing changed. Like, we were talking about this the other day, and, like, you guys don't go into overtime and stuff. So do you think that, like, has an effect? Like, do you think... Yeah, when we heard about that change, I was happy about it because we last year went into overtime so often. We would always end in a tie. Um, And, you know, it's exciting to get the golden goal, but I just think overall, like, those extra 20 minutes just wear and tear on your body. (laughs) And if you're the team that's always doing overtime and other teams aren't, it's just not fair in my mind. So I was like, do away with it. I'm good with that. (laughs) 
Understandable. Yeah. Well, let's switch it off a little bit going into school. How is it so far? Like, what do you think? It's senior year? Mm-hmm. It's going well. I, yeah, like I said, I only have two classes in person. Um, and they're definitely a higher level of, like, political science courses than uh-huh. I've had. I kind of saved all the hardest classes for my end. last year. Yeah. I, yeah, I screwed myself a little bit. <laughs> but, you know, I, I did come in undecided, um, so I didn't take, so, like... So how'd you make this decision? How'd you, like, just... <laughs> I... I had a, I don't know, I had like a mentor and I sat in on like a political science course and I was, I always was like leaning towards it. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, so then I just chose it because it was the obvious route and I didn't want to do like psychology or sociology, yeah. even though those are really interesting to they me, are. but I did like, you know, social sciences, those are what interests me. So how do you like plan on like putting your major and minors together? Like what's your plan? With that? <laughs> I know it's really coming together, but, um. I do. I'm minoring in French, so I'm looking, like, if I would go abroad. Like, I would love to go abroad to France and just live my life a little bit, um, see those opportunities. I'm not, like, afraid to try and go abroad and, like, like, get out of your comfort zone and stuff stuff like that. I think that would be really fun. But also, it's always in the back of my mind, like, I could get a master's in political science or public policy. There's just a lot of options. So I'm narrowing it down this year. (laughs) But yeah, I do have a lot of options. I mean, time is of the essence. I I know. I know. So is senioritis kicking in for you? I know it's kicking in for me. Yeah, it did. Over the summer, I didn't even like open canvas um, until Mm. like the day before. (laughs) And I ordered textbooks like at the first class usually I would freshman year I ordered them like a week before I'd already read all the syllabi uh-huh. I had done all my research so yeah I I've got some senioritis going on hey I think everyone can relate at this point really <laughs> so this is your last chance to end with a bang can you tell us a little bit about like the other stuff that you're doing such as like SAC like being and I'm no I'm SAC VP too, so I know a little bit about this. Um, a lot has changed for us since our like advisor Corey has left. Can I you know. tell us how you've been like handling that? Like, yeah, that was big. So for people who don't know, SAC stands for Student Athlete Advisory Committee, um, and basically it's like at least two reps from every single team on campus, every single single D1 team um, is part of it. So doing that I literally just signed up to be president like there was no election it was just like who's interested and that was last year and I was like I'm gonna do it I know I literally did the same thing Uh and here we are (laughs) and then it's now become like a staple in my personality it is so funny I know right (laughs) like it actually takes up so much time it feels like a full-time job and but I love doing it like just seeing the payout and you know, I don't get paid, but just seeing like our efforts go and like the SBs, like that was such a good success or volunteering, just seeing like people getting together and participating and stuff, like it makes it all worth it. So, yeah. but since Corey left, I think it's just been, we got to help. We got to get help from other people too. Like KT, Karen Torsha, she's a big help. Ronan's a big help. Just other people in athletics have been stepping up. And yeah, helping. I agree. Yeah. Well, we're coming up on our first break. So keep up with one of Keep up with the Bronx on social media. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at 1077 The Bronx at 1077 The Bronx FM and on TikTok at 1077 The Bronx WRRC. We'll be right back with more 
the Bronx box score after these underwriting announcements exclusively on 107.7 The Bronx. Keep it locked on the Bronx box score. More exclusive content featuring your rider Bronx after we take a timeout with some underwriting announcements only on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 TheBronx.com. When you actually like put in the work it's mm-hmm. so much fun mm-hmm. like and it like yeah it looks good on your resume and whatever but that's not even what it's about at this yeah. point anymore now i'm like so invested <laughs> literally <laughs> you know, it's cool to care like i wish people just cared a little bit more because you i see you and i putting in all this work and then it pays off so much and, i know yeah it, and also a lot of people have stepped up too, like come into volunteering and stuff like that so it's really nice to see that yeah and like having the new e-board and stuff this year mm-hmm. too i feel like everyone is like committed uh-huh. like everyone's like doing their <laughs> part which is like really nice to see because and a lot of things it's like it's almost like group work like you have group projects in class and it's like one person does all the work two people do all the work but it's so amazing and like the work really gets done when everyone comes together and like yeah works together as it should be though And I also think, like, it's good now we have new positions. Like, we have a mental health chair, and that's a big conversation going on in college sports as well. Like, how are we going to show up for athletes, and how are we going to be there for each other? And I think that it's student-led is so good. So, you know, hopefully we all get, like, mental health training. Like, we're working on that. That's a SAC initiative we're working to do. We're looking for the time, but we're going to figure it out. (laughs) Trying to get all of the teams ready for that. I know. That's tough, getting one time for us. But, yeah, just stuff like that. That's something it's already started to evolve so I just hope that keeps going after we graduate is that just us or like is other schools doing this kind of thing too other schools definitely have done that I've like peeped the Instagrams of other um, Mac Sack (laughs) (laughs) and they do the same stuff I think as well but yeah I think we're stepping it up as well yeah which is really cool to see yeah um so can you talk a little bit about like what the big plans are for this year like besides the SBs? I mean well we could explain what that is too because people who aren't yeah, athletes probably don't know. yeah probably don't know I feel like even people who were athletes last year were like what were the, the SBs? like after COVID it was just like something like new all I, over yeah, again that's true and the SBs, what does it stand for like the actual SBs? that's like halt or I don't know what it's called who but knows? it's like an award <laughs> show for athletes and yeah. it's like a real thing but Ryder just makes their own. It's called the Ryder ESPYs. Um, And it's an award show at the end of the year, uh, like a sports banquet for all the teams. And you pick, like, the winners of certain awards, and the the athletes are the people voting on it, which is what makes it cool because it's, like, driven by us. And we're choosing because we know each other and stuff like that. So And everyone, like, gets to dress nice and stuff, which Mm -hmm. is, like, we don't really get that opportunity. I mean, there's not a lot of athletes who are, like, in frats and sororities. (laughs) And I feel like they always get to, like, dress up and do things. So it's, like pretty cool that like we get that one opportunity at the end of the year (laughs) i know it was so nice to see everyone dressed up and it was like prom dresses like not that that much but almost to that level and that was like yes i'm so glad people dressed up yeah. I feel like this year we're even going to make it more fun. Like, we're thinking about, like, doing the dance floor and stuff. So, like, I mean, what was it, two hours last year? Yeah, it was, like, hour and a half. Yeah, maybe we could even, like, extend it and, like, do something crazy. Get a red carpet, get some yeah. photographers. Yeah. It'll be a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> so what else does SAC have going on besides that and mental health and stuff? Um, right now, we're working with, like, the Special Olympics of New Jersey. They're, um, they have people doing, like, soccer games at the field, the grass field behind dailies. Um, so we're having a bunch of SAC reps, like, volunteer there. I think sororities are also, like, volunteering for that. But, you know, SAC's involved in that. Um, and then other things, I think, coming up, there's, like, a, something for our Halloween. I don't know the name of it, but we're going to have, like, a table there and for 
for, have candy and games. You know, we're just going to be at every event where other clubs and organizations yeah. are at. Getting our name out there. Getting our name out there. Because <laughs> sometimes we struggle to show up places, but planning ahead this year so that we do show up. And then we're doing stuff that we did last year as well, like, uh, what was it called? It, like at basketball games in like the winter time, we did oh, yeah. like the, the toys for basket. tots and yeah. stuff. Yeah, toys for tots, just collecting toys and then distributing them to toddlers and people who need them, stuff like that. So a lot of community service stuff, um, and hopefully also some more like athlete socials where we get to know each other. Maybe around yeah. February, you know, Valentine's Day, yeah. <laughs> we can have something then. You know, we've got a lot of stuff that we're planning. Um, so hopefully those actually happen. Yeah, that'd be really cool. And then also we have going on with like the Boys and Girls Club of Trenton. We're like trying to set something up with them. Can you tell the people a little bit about that? Yeah, that's a really exciting thing happening. Um, it's going to be like a student athlete mentorship program. So we have Boys and Girls Club, you know, these kids, uh, who are growing up, they're probably going to be like sixth, seventh, eighth graders that we're pairing with. Um, and so they're heading into high school and they're really into sports and they just want to have a role model. So having like a collegiate athlete, just talking to them once a month, once or twice a month, getting to know them, um, meeting up with them and stuff. I think that would be so awesome. Like if I was a kid and I got to know someone who I knew went to Ryder and I got to show up and watch them at a basketball game or go to their field hockey game and I was friends with them I would be like that's my friend I'd be like that's so sick <laughs> and then just having that for years to come you know like we could have freshmen as mentors and then they follow like a kid for three yeah. or four years that would be awesome and then it's like also inner city kids so we're showing them like this can be them too like we're exposing them to college and like hopefully like if they want to play a sport they stick with it so they could mm -hmm. not even maybe just be at Ryder but be in these shoes maybe at a yeah. different school someday which would be really cool for anyone yeah and something I also really care about is like girls girls tend to drop out of like athletics or sports yeah. after a certain age so if we like keep them going through that and get more girls still playing uh, like sports and t showing them that they can do that that would mean a lot yeah, yeah for sure yeah. I agree I couldn't agree more inspiring the youth <laughs> <laughs> all right well can you tell us a little bit about being a liberal arts senator so, yeah. <laughs> um, so it was, you know, I'm a political science major, so I'm like, student government, that's got to be my cup of tea. So uh, last year I signed up. You don't, like, sign up. You have to, like, campaign. So I campaigned to be um, a College of Liberal Arts and Sciences senator and just a general senator. There's other positions, but the senator is just, like, kind of the lower commitment thing and with uh -huh. soccer and everything else going on I was like I can handle that yeah so basically I just go to senate once a week um and I was on a committee last year the diversity equity and inclusion committee um and we did some cool stuff like for Ukraine uh, we did like a um I don't know what the name of it is, but we had a speaker come and then we did fundraising for that um and we do also stuff you know uh, the Black Lives Matter flag that was part of our committee did that. Uh -huh. We just have these stuff, the stuff that we do every year, um, and keep it going. So I think that committee is really important. Um, and now this year I'm head of that. I'm the committee chair because our committee chair got like a higher position in SGA. Wow. And I was like, you know, I'm going to stick with it. So I might as well just note Move everyone else was there, new. Right. Yeah. So I was the only one who stayed in that same committee. So, you know, I kind of know what was going on. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what we can do this year as well. But carrying on old traditions that we've done and hopefully doing some other new events. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And putting a little like twist of your own on it. That's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> 
So that's awesome. Really good stuff. You're like so involved, like not even just with soccer, like in the community. But I mean, we're seniors. It's soon coming in. And what's your plan, girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, I've kind of got like two big options in my head. Um, I'm definitely like, you know, I, I love soccer and I want to keep playing until my bones are. So are you going to use that extra year of eligibility? Well, the, yeah, I would hope like either I could use that fifth year and, you know, pursue a master's or an mm-hmm. Um, political science or just go play abroad somewhere if there was like a professional team that wanted a forward and they wanted me like I would be totally That'd down be super cool. to go many different places and just play soccer if you plan to play abroad would you like still continue to do school or would it just be like soccer it depends it depends on how like well paid it would be too because a lot of like women soccer players don't get paid a lot yeah so I would probably need a master's in order to get a job on the side you know <laughs> so yeah definitely though but education that does come first for me of course Um, but you know soccer's the dream yeah so So if you got the opportunity to go pro like that was your career you would do it i would have to take that like that's my dream like i would i would have to yeah but i would have to talk to the parents about it and see what they thought because they (laughs) want me to yeah they definitely want me to stay in school yeah do you have siblings? Uh-huh, I have three other siblings. Older, oh. mm. younger? I'm like the one of the middle childs, I okay. think that's how you say it. But yeah, I have a older brother, older sister, then it's me, and then a little brother. Are so. they also athletes? Uh, no. <laughs> well, I mean, my little brother, he's into golf. I don't okay. consider golf the most sporty sport. Hey, but okay, but we have get a scholarship. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would. So I don't know if he's going to continue that, but I feel like I got like the the crazy competitive gene in my family. Yeah, I think the same. I'm like the youngest of six, and oh, six. Yeah, and some of us went to college, mm-hmm. and my like two that did go to college, they this they did sports all throughout like high school, middle school, and everything. But they got there, and they're like, yeah, that's not my cup of tea anymore. Uh-huh. I can't imagine not playing sports in college. Like, I would have so much free time. I know. I would join so many more clubs. I don't know what I would do. I'm saying, like, I just feel like, I I really don't know what I would do with myself. Like, I'd probably spend all my time here at the radio station. (laughs) I mean, I do spend a lot of my time here. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I would have to be even more involved. I don't know what I would do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, after all of that plays out, like, your big plan, depending on which road you decide to take... Mm -hmm. Do you plan on staying in Jersey? Do you want to go back home to Massachusetts? Do you want to go back home to Seattle? Do you want to stay overseas? There's so many options for you. <laughs> I know. I'm really I'm really flexible, and it's kind of a blessing and a curse because it's like I think I could be happy just about anywhere I went. Like uh-huh. I'm a pretty flexible person, um, but I do like the East Coast a lot. Like yeah? Boston, even New York, New Jersey. Kind of, I, I like New Jersey. People hate on it who are from Jersey. I like it. Like, <laughs> I like that you're close to New York. You're close to Philly like you can go to the beach like, yeah there's a lot of good it's stuff the best here. of a lot of worlds around here yeah, yeah. I like wawa like <laughs> you don't have wawa at home no not from in seattle there's no wawa well, at least that i know of there's interesting nothing. so mm-hmm. what do you guys have like sheets or like no we don't have any no i don't even know what that quick is. check like no <laughs> nothing I, no so it's a whole nother culture here so yeah i would be fine on the east coast or like abroad honestly so that's nice you're just like going with the flow of things i like to see it i know yeah so if you could give advice to like a high schooler or like let's say one of those kids that we plan to mentor like Mm -hmm. about wanting to be a college athlete or just going to college or just playing a sport in general Mm -hmm. what would you have to say to them well i think that you have to know that you want to play your sport 
Like if it's like a hobby, I don't think you should be like a like a division one college athlete if it's yeah. just something you do on the side. You know, like it's you commit to it. It's almost like a full time job. job. Yeah, Literally. it is a job. So That's you, really how I explain it to people uh-huh. too. Like you have to love what you do. So if you're on the fence about playing like college soccer, like maybe don't do it at the highest level. It'll probably just stress you out. But if you love it and you want to play at that highest level, like you can always get there. I think everyone has the chance to play D1 if they just push themselves and work hard enough for that. Like you can set your sights on a dream and you can, you can get it. So yeah, hopefully we can mentor some kids and they'll become the next Stella Johnson or something I know, right? How cool would that be? It's like, no matter how high you can reach, like Mm -hmm. step on your tippy toes and you could always reach a little higher. Like there's always a way to get there, you know? And then another question that I have about advice is, if you were talking to your younger self, like your five-year-old self, what would you tell yourself? Like, um, I I think I would be like, my five-year-old self would be proud of me, I think, right now, uh, seeing how far I've come. And, you know, it was always my goal to play soccer in college at the D1 level. And I definitely had people who told me, like, no, it'd be so much easier to go D2 or D3. Uh-huh. Like, Everyone just, says that. Anytime you tell anyone you, uh-huh. in, like, high school, middle school, you're like, yeah, I'm going D1. They're like... <laughs> They're like, no, like, nah. So I think five, five year old me would be really proud of where I am right now. (laughs) That's so cute. Yeah. Five year old me would also be like, you're really stressed out, aren't you? And I'd be like, yeah, I am. Just a wee bit, you know, but. But I'm living the dream. I know. Like almost an adult. It's almost like no more homework. Almost like. I know. Yeah. I just, it's funny to think about. It's like after like hockey and soccer and like school are over, like. What am I going to do with my time? Get a real job. I know, but, like, even think about it. I feel like having a real job would not compare to, like, being a D1 athlete and going to school. Like, I just feel like I'd be like, do-do-do-do-do, like, get my work done and then go home and be like, what do I do I now? Mean, yeah, I think a lot of athletes, after they graduate and go on to, like, a job and stop playing their sports, struggle because we're just always going towards a goal but it's like in work I feel like it's not that it's like strict and structured I feel like here we're like on such like this is when I eat because this is when I have time like Mm -hmm. everything's a schedule everything's structured and it's just I think it's gonna be weird I know I think if I like didn't play sports anymore and I got a real job I'd have to be like a gym rat like I'd have to like (laughs) go to the gym start lifting super heavy I, I just have to have some form of really a competitive thing in me that I would keep doing I don't know. Yeah, I think I would hit the gym hard. So. Win the big Bronco Award, <laughs> <Yeah>. huh? <laughs> From Jerry's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so do you guys lift in season? Do you guys lift a lot? Like, where are you doing? We don't lift in season. Um, over the spring, we do do lifting in, like, off season. Uh-huh. Um, but we just kind of do, like, uh, preventative stuff. So, like, hurdles. We do push-ups after practice. We do, like, three sets of 20 push-ups. Those be hurting. And then... Yeah, I bet, girl. We do planks. We do, like, functional stuff in season. Uh Uh-huh. Not a lot of... Like, body weight and stuff. Yeah, That's cool. That's not bad. We just started lifting in... I think last year we started lifting in Mm -hmm. season, which is weird because, like, freshman year we didn't, and then... Yeah. I think it depends on the sport and, like, the coach. The coach's preference here. Yeah. Like, some people do, some people don't. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. I don't know. We just, like, change it up. I feel like every year just something's changed. Like, after COVID, like, everything was just different. How do you, how, how would you say your experience has changed, like, in college from, like, a regular freshman year for the most part and then going to COVID and now having to, like, transition back into what the new norm is, I guess. Mm -hmm. It was, yeah, it was weird. Like, 
this year feels like the most normal year. Um, I agree. Well, definitely, because there's, like, no mask mandates. There's nothing. Um, just going to class, though, like, online class, I did not... I did not really like it. I couldn't pay attention. I agree. It's the structure thing. Yeah. Just like we said before, it there's is. no structure with it. <laughs> uh, I like going to class. Like, I'm kind of a nerd. Like, I like taking notes. I like asking questions. Like, I I am that person who asks a lot of questions yeah. in class. I'm also, I'm the same way. And I'm also, like, very, like, hands-on. Like, mm-hmm. I need to do it to know it. <laughs> uh-huh. Class discussions, love those. Yeah. I don't like Zooms where I'm just sitting listening to a lecture. So. I know, because if I'm sitting there, I'm going to fall asleep. Uh-huh. I can't Even, it. A lecture in person is so much more intriguing than a lecture online. Right. Yeah. And especially like when other people are like contributing to the discussion. Like mm-hmm. I feel like on Zoom, a lot of times everyone's like camera off, <laughs> not talking, not paying attention. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was um I was a tutor during the COVID times. Uh-huh. And it was so easy because I would just host Zooms. Like tutors in person, I think it's so much more work. Yeah. But I would be like, guys, where are you? Please turn on your cameras. It was <laughs> tough. And it was like, I can't blame them. I do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Well, we are coming to the end of this segment. When we come back, we're going to be playing a game. So that's super exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to play this game actually on every show. So. But keep up with The Bronx on social media. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at 1077 The Bronx and on Twitter at 1077 The Bronx FM and on TikTok at 1077 The Bronx WRRC. And we'll be right back with more of The Bronx Box Score after these underwriting announcements exclusively on 1077 The Bronx and 1077TheBronx.com. Don't you dare touch that dial. The Bronx Box Score will be. The Bronx Radio's timeout just expired, and that means it's time for more of the Bronx Box Score. Let's throw it back to our host, Danielle Tyson, with more trending scores, updates, and interviews with your Rider Bronx. 1077 The Bronx and 1077TheBronx.com. Screen Screen is coming Friday, October 21st in the BLC faculty and staff parking lot. Vote for the movie you want to watch on the Bronx massive spooky screen. Go to 1077TheBronx.com slash Scream Screen 7 to cast your vote now. Now, here we are with the Bronx Fox score, and I have Mackenzie Rodriguez from the soccer team, captain of the soccer team, also president of SAC and a senator for... <laughs> Tell me about the senatorship again. I keep forgetting. I'm sorry. The College of Liberal Arts and Sciences. So as we all know, if you've been listening this whole time, she's very, very involved. And we are coming. (laughs) We are coming close to the end. But before we end, we're going to play a little game. So as you guys know, Justin Reedman, who used to have this show, but handed it over to me. We miss him. I know he's out there listening right now, which is great. Um, He used to play this game called This or That, and I'm literally playing the same game. I'm just making my own personal remix, so I'm going to call it Score or Skirt. And here are the rules. Mac, I just give you some choices, and then you're going to choose which one is a score and which one's a skirt, so which one you'd say yes to, and then the other one is which one you'd, like, skirt away from. So it's literally just, like, a silly, like, would you rather this or that kind of game going on. got it. All right, so scoring or assisting? Scoring. I'm a forward. (laughs) Scoring. I'm going to need some backup behind it. Always scoring or, like, would you? Well, it it depends. Like, obviously, if I'm going to get an assist and the person's going to score, you got to, you know, you can't be selfish all the time. But just the feeling of scoring, oh, that is undefeated. Like, like, ah. uh Yeah, it's so nice. You're a beast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so winning as a team or having a great personal game but losing? Winning as a team. 
yeah. of course. I, I like I do not like to lose. Does not matter if I do well. Like yeah. if I do trash and the team still wins, I will be happy that we pulled out a win. I'll be disappointed in myself, but no, winning as a team. Yeah. But good to be a team player, right? <laughs> yeah, you gotta be. Alrighty. Film or practice? Uh, Mm, practice yeah I like practicing and like film just takes so long to watch it and sit there and go through it and especially if you make a lot of mistakes and you have to watch them in front of everyone and you're just like the focus of all the mistakes <laughs> yeah it always happens and you're like my bad guys my bad so practice night practice or morning practice oh night practice yeah I'm, I'm not a morning person we've had like we don't have morning practice a lot which is not so even in preseason good. we had the earliest is like 8 30 i think it's not that bad like some teams have like 5 a.m practices yeah. i i would do horrible yeah, couldn't be me like yeah but night practices i've always liked night practices how late are your night practices sometimes you have like 7 30 9 30 which is just like i want to yeah. be sleeping but I think, have those? Yeah, I feel like seven thirty is kind of the latest we go. Yeah, and in high school, I did. I practiced like eight to nine thirty. Yeah, like. in high school for club, I actually practiced like nine to eleven sometimes, which is oh like middle gosh. of the night. But yeah, no, and I feel like in club, I like, don't know. Yeah. High school me could have handled it. College <laughs> me feels like an old lady. I gotta be in bed by like ten thirty, like to function the next day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a night owl, so I like late practice and then I go to bed late. Sweet or salty. Ooh, sweet. I love chocolate and I just love sweets. Like salty, I do like like sea salt and vinegar chips. Those are mm. so yummy. But mm, chocolate and ice cream, that's undefeated. Yeah, I could <laughs> always get down with ice cream. Chocolate though, I don't I I really just can't stand chocolate. Unless what? it's like chocolate milk or hot chocolate. Yeah, no. I like milk chocolate, not really like mm. dark chocolate. I'm a milk chocolate girl. I feel you, I feel you. <laughs> can't relate, but I feel you. <laughs> All right. Gatorade, Powerade, or body armor? Powerade. Well, I think I have to say Powerade, isn't it? Right? <laughs> now that we're Yeah, that's going to be... I don't honest, I don't really drink drinks other than water when I'm, like, playing. Yeah. Like, it makes my stomach a little upset, and, I mean, yeah, I just... Water? Yeah. Also, it makes my mouth feel like... Yeah. I don't know the word I'm looking for. Like, yeah. Like, I'm like... <laughs> it's just so... It's so sugary. And I do like sweets, but not when I'm playing. Yeah. Maybe yeah. after... Yeah, afterwards, yeah. protein shakes. That's what I'll choose. Oh, okay. Yeah. What about before? No. Oh, you already talked about no, that. No, yeah. before I'm just Your water. little choose maybe during, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then this is the last question I have for you. So would you rather like your own personal shoe brand or like an award named after you? Mm, I think an award because... If I had like a shoe brand and people hated it, I would be so sad about it. So, and like an award, it's like, you can't really, I don't know, people could dispute it, but it's just a one-time thing. I don't have to worry that much. And it's an annual award. Like the award isn't for you. It's named after you. Like people are, yeah. No, I'd still choose that. The shoe brand, I just think people would, you know, (laughs) people are very intense about their shoes and stuff. So if they hated my shoe brand, I would be so sad. I don't think I could handle it. You're the first person I've had picked that question, really? pick that answer. Yeah. I'm just not like a fashionista, so I don't think I could design a bunch of shoes. Like, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, you don't have to design it. You think Michael Jordan designs all his shoes? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd be too picky. I'd be like, no, that one, no, people are going to hate that. People are going to, yeah, I don't think I would choose the award. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> I'm the only one who's chosen that. Oh, God. Hey, 
It's only my second show out oh, here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <I'm good. laughs> well, time is running out, so I'm going to have to say thank you for coming in today. I really appreciate it. And I want to say thank you to everyone listening. Thank you for all the support. And I always give a shout out to Justin. And do you have anything you want to tell anyone before we end it? Because we got about four more minutes and then we'll be coming to the end. I mean, I want to say thank you first for having me on. Um, of course, And also of course. thank you for all the things you do. Holy cow, girl, you are busy. So you I'm too. So, <laughs> I'm so impressed with you. Like, yeah. And good luck with um, what you do in the future, too. Someone should interview you and get your life story. Oh, I've been on here. I was on here twice last year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll listen to it then. Yeah, but no, thank you. Yeah, of course. And we will be back here on every Monday at 4 and thank you for listening to the Bronx Box Score. We'll be back next week at 4 o'clock on 107.7 The Bronx and 107.7 thebronkcom That wraps up another week's edition of the Bronx Box Score. Tune in next Monday at 4 p.m. for the hottest topics surrounding your Rider Bronx. If you missed any part of today's episode, we've got you covered. Find the Bronx Box Score on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Visit 1077thebronc.com slash the Bronx Box Score.